0: Well, hello there. On today's episode, we are going to be talking about the efficiency mindset. One of my favorite topics, efficiency. Uh, Mostly because I'm, don't tell anyone, I'm a little bit lazy. (laughs) I like things to be efficient. Are you with me? Do you like efficiency as well? One thing that I've found is that a lot of it has to do with mindset more than hacks. Like, you know, you hear all these like life hacks and how to make things faster. I find it has to do with mindset. So in this episode, I'm going to be giving you five mindsets that are also tips and tricks and hacks as well, but they definitely are more to do with mindset and how you can turn on your efficiency mindset and get a whole lot more done for a whole lot less mental energy spend so let's get to it and talk about the efficiency mindset well hey there i'm liz saint-jean and this is the unruly leadership podcast where i help subject matter experts like you design a career on your terms it's where strategy meets intuition to help you break the rules ignore the rules and make your own damn rules. So let's break free from perfectionism, imposter thoughts, and that inner rule keeper that's keeping you in your career comfort zone. It's time to become unapologetically you and step into the life you were meant to live. We're going to talk presence, productivity, career, and having it all. Or as my four-year-old would say, we're going to take over the world So let's get to it. Now, before we kick off the episode, I wanted to remind you that I have got a free workshop coming up, and I want to make sure you've had a chance to go over and register for it. It's completely free, and it's all about that thing that all of us love to hate, which is self-advocacy, promoting ourselves. So the workshop is called from second guessing to self-advocating. It's completely free. You can register for it over at my website, www.themintambition.com slash workshop. That's themintambition.com slash workshop. Go register, come to the workshop. It's live. It's not even on Zoom. You don't have to worry about being all Zoomed out. And it's going to be so much fun. And what I'm going to do is I'm going to show you a completely new way to think about promoting yourself, advocating for yourself in a way that actually feels good, that doesn't feel icky, that doesn't feel braggy, that doesn't feel selfish. I want to show you a way that you can be true to yourself and show up for yourself by advocating for yourself in a way that feels good and that even creates connection between you and other people. So head on over to the website, themintambition.com slash workshop and get yourself registered and I'll see you there. All right. So this episode, like I mentioned, is all about efficiency, but we're not coming at it from a hacks perspective or tips or, you know, the five things you need to know to have an efficient life. Um, and all the things that you can do instead we're coming at it from a mindset perspective because this is something I have definitely noticed for myself and my clients and loads of people I talk with is that most of the time efficiency comes out of having a, a mental approach to it and what I'm going to give you are five different ways you can adapt an efficiency mindset and if what I what I'm going to recommend for you is that if even just taking one of them and working on it or re- or thinking about it in a different way is going to be helpful, if you want to take all five, that's wonderful as well, but don't feel like you have to take on all five and especially if any of them you know, don't work for you, well, then don't take it on, right? You don't have to at all, but I do want to offer you diff- some different options because I know different ideas will resonate with different people. So let's kick it off with one of my favorites. And and it's funny because, you know, the podcast is called Unruly Leadership, right? I'm all about ignoring the rules. This first mindset is actually a rule. It's my favorite rule. And it is called the 80-20 rule. The 80-20 rule. So those of you who've heard of it, you probably know where I'm going with this, but I know some of you may have never heard of this rule before. So The rule actually comes out of of economics, in fact. I think you all know that i love me a good econ idea and economics and spreadsheets and all that. So this comes out of the economics world. And it's actually called uh, the Pareto Principle is the official term for it, but everyone calls it the 80-20 rule. And it's this idea, it's this concept that pretty much in everything – Take that with a grain of salt, of course. But pretty much with everything, you can accomplish around 80% of what you're trying to accomplish with around 20% of the effort. Okay, I'll say that again. You can accomplish 80% of what you're trying to do with about 20% effort. And the to get to that rest of that, uh, the last 20% to get to 100%, takes about 80 percent effort. So the idea here, and this is where the mindset comes in, is that if we become comfortable with you know 80 percent, which I like to think of it as like an A minus, right? Like for those of you who remember back in school, it's 80 is usually about an A minus. If you can get comfortable with doing A minus, you only need to put in about 20 percent of the effort, most of the time. There's probably actually an 80-20 rule about that. I'm sure 80% of the time you can do the 80-20 rule, something like that, I'm sure. And this is where the mindset piece comes in. Because if you are a high achiever, and um, some people identify with the term perfectionist, if you're a high achiever or a perfectionist, it can feel really hard to let go of that last 20%, right? 80% doesn't feel good feels uncomfortable and what's happening is that you're what you're feeling in your body is the fact that there's a mindset piece happening here where you're having trouble letting go of giving 100 being you giving a perfect amount and what i would suggest and what i would encourage you to do for those of you who wear this if this works for you if you want to try this and take it on is practice the 80-20 rule instead and see where can you get to 80%, you know, A-minus, good enough, with just 20% of the effort. So I am not saying that this can work, that that you can do this all the time. There will be times where you need to be 100%, right? I kind of want my pilot who's flying an airplane to do a 100% job pretty much, right? Like there's certain times that we want to get to 100%, okay? But there's a lot of times that 80% is is not only good enough, it's like, it is fantastic. So I want you to identify some times where you can start applying this this rule. This is going to be one of the few rules that I'm actually going to share with you as a rule that I, I recommend you take on. So that's number one, the 80-20 rule. Number two, number two is the fit approach. That's the fit approach. Now, some of you who've been with me since the beginning and who've been paying attention, you might recognize this. I talked about this in episode number two, and I actually go into more detail there. But the short version of it is that the fit approach is F I T and it stands for F it, F it, fit. That's where I say the fit approach, just to make it a little bit workplace friendly. So the fit approach from a mindset perspective is really useful, especially for email. And again, go back to episode two to go into much more detail on this, but it's being able just to say, you know what, F it, fit, hit send, right? Stop, going over and over a draft of an email. It can be the same thing for a report that you're writing. So writing can be really good for this, for using the fit approach. So basically, instead of spending so much extra time and mental energy going over and over and over something, you just say, fit, I fit. And part of the mindset here is really kind of taking a step back, leaning back, taking, sitting back in your chair, going for a walk, kind of asking yourself, you know, what's in the worst that can happen? What's the worst that can happen by hitting send on this email? What's the worst that can happen by sending this report to my boss, to my peer, to, to the uh, C-suite as it is right now, okay? And just kind of ask yourself that. And if the worst that can happen is that you are Afraid, or that it feels uncomfortable. Well, that's some mindset work. Like that's showing you that there's some mindset work that can be done there. Now that said, if the worst that can happen is that you're going to lose, you know, a ten million dollar account with your biggest, um, your biggest client. Well, then maybe you do go and reread it again. But I would also really, really encourage you to ask yourself, okay, is that actually? Likely to happen, okay. Maybe that's the worst that can happen, but how likely is it that that is going to happen? And even if it did happen, let's okay. Let's take that example. Let's say you are in sales of a of some kind of major deal, and it's worth ten million dollars, and you're writing an email to your client, and you're like, "Well, the worst that could happen is the client could, you know, pull back on the deal if, if they take this email the wrong way." Well, again, go back to episode two. I talk about it in more detail, but if the relationship is so bad that a single email is going to ruin a $10 million deal, there's other stuff going on here. It's not just that that email. So, you know, ask yourself, what's the worst that can happen? And there's a really good chance that most of the time it's that it feels uncomfortable. You're worried about how maybe you'll look, but really it comes down to how you're feeling. So that's mindset work that you can do. And... Like I said, I recommend the fit approach. That's going to be a really powerful way just to say, you know what, fit, effort, I'm just doing it. Okay. That's number two. Number three is having the mindset that done is better than perfect. Okay. Done is better than perfect. I forget who said it originally. I've heard this so many times now in different books and different podcasts and articles. And there is someone who originally quoted, I just can't think of it, who it is off the top of my head. Um, but it's basically recognizing that it can, to get it perfect, this goes back to the 80-20 rule, to get it perfect can take a lot longer, can take a lot more time. And getting it done is so important you can because getting that one thing done allows others to get things done allows you to get other things done so this really does go hand in hand with the 80 20 with getting um with being comfortable with a minus essentially and just telling yourself okay done is better than perfect because a, a perfect thing whatever it is email report presentation whatever it is Even if it's perfect, if it's never done, it's not, it can't be used. It's not, it doesn't, it doesn't, it's not a thing that it hasn't been created. Okay, so number three, that was number three, done is better than perfect. Number four is an interesting one. Number four for the efficiency mindset is basically recognizing that when you are, yeah, either procrastinating or stewing on a project, or going over and over and over things in your head, you're probably making it mean something that it's not, right? Or you're probably making it mean something else. It's not just about that task anymore. It's not just about that report or that presentation itself. There's something else being attached to it. Maybe it's being worried about how you might be perceived. okay so let's think of an example maybe you're presenting to C-suite about a major project initiative and you're requesting funds for it. I don't know, I'm making this up um, and and you're having a really hard time either getting started or finishing or you're just getting caught up and you know, either staring at a blank slide or just rewriting it over and over whatever it is. Because you're probably making it mean something else. You're making it mean what are they going to be thinking about you? How are you, what, what impact will this have on your career? What if it goes well? What if it doesn't go well? What if, what if, what if? There's a lot of what ifs that are tied up in there for, um, for a lot of people. Um, and it could, be, it could be so many other things too. You're recognizing that you're making it mean something else. Now, I have a a good episode for you if this is what's happening and you recognize it. Go back to episode number six about actually breaking a rule, about breaking the rule about not taking things personally. And I give you some good tips in there and some good self-coaching questions that you can use to help yourself break out of this. So here for the efficiency mindset, what I want you to practice doing is catching yourself doing this. OK, the efficiency mindset, like even if you're doing it, especially as you get started with the self with the self-reflection work and self-awareness, even just observing yourself doing it is powerful because you're recognizing it. It's um, it's called metacognition, like you, you're aware of what you're thinking. And that is huge. It's a powerful step in your in your leadership growth, in your personal professional growth. So for the efficiency mindset, first step is to become aware that you're doing this. You're making it mean something else. And then the second step is to take control of that and then and to be able to shift into more of a a, a more productive uh, response or more productive thinking. And so to go deeper in that, head on back to episode number six to get some more tips on that. Then that brings us to Number five. Number five for the efficiency mindset. This is one of my favorite ones. This is a bit more recent, even for me. I think I started doing this, uh, I want to say two years ago. It might have been even three years ago, but I think it was two years ago, near the start of the pandemic, I came across this concept and I love it. And the concept is to have a to-done list. To-done, not (laughs) to a to-done list or a a done list. Instead of a to- do list instead of a to-do list and what I mean by this is that there's different there's multiple different ways you can use this but essentially I want you to start shifting your mindset into what you will have done what you will have accomplished instead of what you're going to do and um I'm gonna to be touching on something that I should. Do. I'll do another podcast episode about this, but it's about what I call painting your calendar. This is another tool, actually. This is a little bit more of a uh, know, a hack or a tip. But what I love to do is paint my calendar with the different activities that I want to do. But I do it from a done perspective. Uh, so a lot of people will do this, right? You'll cart, you'll put time on the calendar, and you'll actually either either you'll block it off, like actually block it off, so people it looks like you're unavailable or even if it's that you're free that you're showing is free you still have identified what you're going to work on the challenge from the efficiency perspective is that when you approach it from a what i'm going to work on it kind of allows your brain to approach the task from a yeah you know i'll work on it Eh, it'll be all good I think back to when I was in high school, so I worked in a movie theater when I was in high school and I worked with teenagers and I was a teenager. And the brain, when you say what you're going to work on, kind of slips into like, think about the, you know, the, the teenager at the movie theater concession stand being like, oh, okay, I'll get you some popcorn and I'll do this. And, you know, for the most part, at least the, this is the, our stereotypical view, right? That they're they're just kind of doing it you know, they're not really, you know, they're not going fast. They're not really excited. They're not really, you know, stepped to attention. They're just sort of doing it. And that's what your brain does with a to-do list. Like, let's say, let's say you carve out an hour and you say, okay, uh, today at one o'clock, I'm going to work on that report. And you kind of work on it, but it's this, it's almost like this open loop that your brain knows, oh, I can just work on it for an hour. Like there's, there's nothing concrete there versus looking at your calendar and looking at your time block from 1 to 2 p.m. And saying, by 2 p.m., I'll have the first draft of the report done. Okay? Think about that. The difference. It's such a slight shift, but it is a shift. And, I, and if you're not catching it, work on, this, work on this to really catch the subtlety and the nuance, like the difference between the two. Okay? 1 o'clock to 2 o'clock, I'm going to work on the report versus... At 2 p.m., the report will be done. And those of you, especially those of you who are attuned more into voices as well, you probably heard the inflection change in my voice. And I'm sure someone who's really into vocals and, and uh, linguistics could point out what's happening. I don't know the actual terminology, but it's a little bit different. So, okay, from 1 p.m. to 2 p.m., I'm going to work on the report it's more open. It's more like open-ended. It's like, so (laughs) I'm a video game player. I love video games. And it's like an open world. This is like the um, real world version of playing an open world game. It's just open. You can just do whatever. Okay, I'll work on it for an hour. Versus by 2pm, it's done. It's just done. It'll be done by then. Like you're telling your brain and your brain is going to sort of slip in. Like, I don't know if you had that when you're hearing it or if you you may know, even pause this and kind of practice saying it in your head. By 2 p.m., the report will be done. Hey, okay? you're telling your brain it will be done by that time. It doesn't leave it open. Your brain's it's Your brain's like, oh, okay, I can't just go and do whatever. I need to do this by this time. You know, thinking back to the example I gave of the the concession stand workers, the differences, in that other example where it's sort of open, it's sort of open, and you know, you can get people their popcorn, you might get their pop, and you know, you, you you're doing it, right? You're doing your job, but that's very different than if someone comes in and says, "Okay, we need to get." a hundred customers through the lines by this time like oh everyone has suddenly has this goal by a certain period of time and I mean we could go into a whole discussion about what's happening with that and you know by setting time boundaries and a specificity around the goal like um, I'll, make, I'll make sure to do a podcast episode just about that but for now for the mindset piece all you need to do is just start practicing having a done list a, a to done list or just a done list instead of having a to-do list and start practicing shifting your own mindset away from this sort of open-ended what I'm going to work on and start focusing more on what I will have accomplished by by this time. That's really important too. By this time, I will have accomplished X, Y, or Z. So there you go. Those are your five efficiency mindset suggestions that i have for you again i'll go over those number one it was the 80 20 rule a minus baby that's the other way we look at it that's what i have in brackets number two is the fit approach you know what's the worst that can happen number three is done is better than perfect number four recognizing that you might be making it mean something else and number five is have a to done list I keep thinking turducken every time I hear that in my own head. All right, a done list or a to-done list. So those are your five ways of increasing that efficiency mindset. And like I said in the beginning, even if you just take one of them and start practicing it, start building it into your everyday. If you want to do two, three, if you want to go all the way up to all five, that's amazing too. But just start with one. Even just start with one. Pick one that really resonated with you that you feel that you can really implement Or one that would really challenge you and give it a try. Try it out for the next week. And then let me know how it goes. You can send me an email or send me a DM. Let me know how it goes with this efficiency mindset and and which one really resonated for you. And then with that, just one last reminder. Like I mentioned, we have the free workshop coming up. The From Second Guessing to Self-Advocating Workshop. All about helping you feel Uh, good about promoting yourself instead of feeling icky instead of feeling braggy or even selfish I hear people say that too sometimes it feels selfish to promote I'm going to give you a whole new way to look at it a lot of it is mindset we're gonna we're gonna get into some really good stuff in the workshop so come on over to the workshop you can register on my website themintambition.com slash workshop and I will see you there bye Thank you so much for listening to this episode. If this podcast helped you or inspired you in any way, I would love for you to leave me a review over on Apple Podcasts. It takes about 20 seconds, if that, and it's, it's honestly the easiest way for you to thank me for this episode. Every time I see a review, it brings me so much joy and it just lights me up. So if you could do that for me, i would be ever so grateful now the other thing you can do is you can take a screenshot of this episode or even a screenshot of your review and send it to a friend or share it in a facebook group or even post on your linkedin news feed to let other people know about this podcast and this episode thanks again and now get out there and start breaking some rules